Hello, and welcome to Talk to Tay Tuesdays. As always, thank you for spending five to seven minutes of your week with me, unless we have guests. And friends, today we have a very, very, very special guest. But before we get started, I would like to thank my friend Percy Green for sending in his folksy saying of the week. And it goes, if I tell you the moon is made out of cheese, you better bring crackers. Meaning that if I'm telling you something, I know what I'm talking about. So friends, you know, on many occasions, I told you how much I love music. I think there are two types of people that can really move a crowd. One are great speakers, and the second are great singers. You know, a singer can make you cry. They can make you think. They can make you readjust your life. And friends, today we have a person that has been blessed with that skill. Friends, we have a singer, songwriter, entertainer, and my friend, Miss Amber Weeks. Hi, Amber. Hey, Tate. So, Amber, we're going to jump right into this. I did a little background research on your little homework. And uh, I know that your dad was a singer and trombone player. And so is that what got you into music? Was he the big influence in your life? Or how did that come about? Well, yeah, for sure. Daddy was a, a big part of um, my my choosing to sing. But my mother also sang. So daddy sang both secular and um, sacred music and sang in the church choir, was a church soloist, all the rest of that. Um, and before um, he and my mother got married, before um, they even knew each other, when um, my father was young, he sang in nightclubs, and um, and he was a big Frank Sinatra um, clone, and, and um, Frank Sinatra was his idol. And so, growing up, we listened to music. We'd hear Daddy sing. My mother sang. Um, most of my father's friends were audiophiles, so there were listening parties. We were listening to records. There was a family we were really close to when I was young, and the husband was a, a jazz pianist. And so music was just a big part of our lives in general, but certainly my parents were at the core of that. Okay, great. You were so blessed to just be around music growing up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let's jump right into your CDs, your albums. I'm old, I call them albums. I'm old school. Yes, that's Okay, so right. let's talk about your first album, which I really enjoy. It's called Pure Imagination. Yes. Yes. And um, you know what? On that album, you do a couple of songs I love. You do uh, The Way He Makes Me Feel. Yes. And I've seen you do that live with a male companion. Yes, yes. Mon David, yes. Yes. And you have a song on there that I had never heard before, but I love the song. I'm in the words. And then this song, the song is called uh, When He Makes Music. Yes. And I guess the song is about a guy who makes music for a woman and she's the only one that can hear this beautiful music. Yes, yes. And I'm so glad you love that tune because... It didn't get a lot of airplay, even internationally, and and it is it's um, it's special to me. I wanted actually to make it the uh, the title track of the album, and was talked into making it pure imagination. So it it talks about how this man moves her in such a way that it's music to her ears. Is is perhaps another way to say it, but yeah, that last line of the song is. But whether he is far away or very near, he makes music only I can only hear. Only I can hear. Yeah, yeah, I like that line. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, so let's go to your most current album. Okay. I love this album. I got to tell you, I'm so proud of you. 
I looked at the jazz charts about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and you were at number 24. And so I looked at it about a week and a half ago, and you are at number seven. So I don't know, did you keep climbing, or where are you now? This week at number two. Number two. We got to get to number one. Yes, we do. Yes, we it's, do. You're the Olympics part today, <laughs> yes. so we need that gold medal. Yeah, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I have to tell you, the, the, the name of the album is called? It's Round Midnight Reimagined. Okay. And I have to tell you, so I love that album. Thank you. There's something you did on, on that album. Okay, um, there's a song by Frank Sinatra, and it's a popular song called "One for My Baby." Yes. Now, historically, that song has always been told by from a male perspective. Right. Its first line is a quarter to three. There's nobody in the bar but you and me. Set him up, Joe. Right. And it's a man's song. Yeah. You took it, and you did it from a female perspective, and it works. So, tell me about that. Oh boy, big story. So in a nutshell, it typically is sung by a, a woman. I don't know. I mean, a man. I, I, I don't know that I'm the first woman to record it. But basically what I chose to do, and actually um, Sue Rainey was the one who put the concept together for me. She's my voice coach and she's a three-time um, Grammy nominee and a wonderful singer. It all started with... I, I learned one for my baby because, like I said, Daddy was a Frank Sinatra clone and I'd always liked the song. But Daddy's song was another of Frank's songs called The Man That Got Away. And so I was learning those two songs and Sue had suggested that I learn this song called Something Cool. And so Something Cool is a song about a woman who goes into a bar in the middle of the day on a summer day. And so she suggested I put the three songs together and make it what they call the, what we call the bar suite. So you start with a woman who is, she enters the bar, she starts talking to this man, she's lamenting the loss of a love, and she's so distraught that she's not only in the bar in the middle of the day, but she's closing down the bar at quarter to three in the morning, and then she goes into the bitter night, which is how um, the man that got away starts the night is bitter. So it just kind of tells her story of, of the arc of one day as she goes through her grief. I love what you did with that. I, it makes sense to me as a whole storyline behind those three songs. It makes sense, those three songs together. So I have to tell you, you also have what you did. Okay, so Sting is like my favorite singer, right? Yes. So there's a song that Sting wrote that was based on a Catholic poem by St. Francis of Assisi. And the song that Sting writes is called Sister Moon. Great song. I think it was on his uh, Dream of the Blue Turtles album. Well, I think that was the first solo album he did. You took that song and you took the classic song, Summertime, yes. which most people know Louis Armstrong, Ella Fitzgerald, their version of that song. You took Sister Moon and you took Summertime and combined the two songs and it worked. I enjoyed it. What, what made you do that? Well... Some time ago, I went to see two friends of mine perform, two male singers, and um, they they did those two songs together, not the same way that I did, but they interplayed the two songs, and I was really intrigued at how 
the chord changes of George Gershwin's Summertime fit into Sister Moon. And, and you know, Sting's father was a jazz musician, so Sting's not too far from jazz. Right, right. So I was intrigued at what they did. And so at the time, I was working a lot with um, Bob Remstein, who's a great um, pianist and, and arranger and, and composer. And I asked him to write an arrangement for me of those two songs. And so that's how you get Sister Moon in Summertime. Well, it is fantastic. I enjoyed it. So um, I know that you've told me probably the hardest song for you to perform yes. and probably one of your favorite songs yes. is uh, When October Goes. Yes. So tell us a little about your experience with that song, why that song is so dear to you, uh, why it moves you so much. Okay, this is hard. So... Um, in a nutshell, um, I had some really good friends, a husband and a wife, and to me, they just exemplified what an amazing marriage looks like. They had a son that they partnered in raising. It was, it was, I mean, to me, they were an example of what a marriage should be. And at some point, um, the wife was diagnosed with ovarian cancer and, Um, Her birthday was in October, and she also died in October. And, um, you know, I I was around um, my friend as he was going through grief. And their son's birthday is also in November. And so I was looking, and she was Jewish. Yeah, she was Jewish. So they had, you know, Hanukkah. Well, they had her birthday, her death. The son's birthday in November, of course, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, and Christmas, and all of that running together, and just how painful going from the, you know, the middle of the fall, and then going into the holidays after losing somebody, and how painful that is. Right. Then I had another friend, sadly, his his daughter was murdered, and her birthday was, her birthday was in November, and I remember him talking about how difficult it was to go from her birthday into Thanksgiving and Christmas and knowing he'd never see her again. So once I heard his story and I started thinking more deeply about the lyrics and and the melody of When October Goes, it gave the song more meaning for me and more of an emotional arc, but I couldn't get to the song without crying. But I loved to sing the song. I guess it's cathartic in some way. Well, then my father died in November, um, right after Thanksgiving. And so then, you know, the whole thing of, you know, grieving and, you know, like you're in mid-fall and then the holidays are coming and just you're anticipating this, this pain. I mean, and this, you know, what it's like to go through not having somebody who's meant so much. And so that's, that gives more feeling to the song for me. You know what, Amber? I know that's tough for you to talk about. I appreciate you really even sharing that with us. So thank you so much. Sure. But we're going to jump to something happier now. Please. You <laughs> have you have a Christmas album. Right? I do. You do. You have a Christmas album. And you know what? You put like one of my all-time favorite childhood songs on your Christmas album. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. That is on your album. <laughs> it you, swings, doesn't it? It swings. It does. <laughs> you also have um, 
uh, The Gathering. That's the name of the album. Yes. Right. And I think you wrote it, arranged it, and all that. I wrote the lyrics, and my producer, Mark Cargill, and um, his sound engineer, Greg Cook, wrote the melody. Yes. It is a phenomenal Christmas album. So, friends, pick up Amber Weeks' Christmas album. You will enjoy it. Trust me on this one. Okay, so the big question. Yes. The big question is, where can we see you? Things are opening back up. Yes. We need to see you on stage. Yes. Where will you be? So, um, in Southern California, I will be at Catalina Jazz Club in Hollywood on August 19th. The showtime is at 8.30. The tickets are $25. I will be there. Yay! Yes, yes, yes. Yay! So you can buy your tickets through the Catalina Jazz Club website. I believe their website is www.catalinajazzclub.com. Um, or you can go to my website, www.amberweeks, and weeks is W-E-E-K-E-S.com. And there's a link there for my upcoming appearances. You can go back and, and check for other things as, as well as Catalina Jazz Club. Well, let me tell you, Amber, I, I, I saw that guy you saying the way it makes me feel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mon David, no, yes. Yeah. You need to get rid of him. <laughs> Bring me on. I can, do, I, can, I can do that. I can be that guy. I can, I'm telling you, I can scare. I'll, I'll be that guy. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work we, on we'll that. We'll figure something out. Okay. <laughs> so, you know what, Amber, thank you so much. This has been so much fun for me. I always love seeing you. You are an incredible person. Thank I you. I love your albums. I love the originality of what you do. Uh, again, um, Catalina Bar and Grill yes. on August 19th. Yes. Catalina Jazz Club. Cat- yes. Well, Catalina Bar and Grill, that's what yeah, we call it. Yeah, but that's what we That we know. It. That, Been around that, that, for 100 years, right? Yes, yes. We will be there. Awesome. And so, thank you so much for being here today. I thank appreciate you. you. So, thank really you. do. So, friends, today's words come from the song that Amber sings called Summertime. And the words go like this. One of these mornings, you're going to rise up singing. Yes, you'll spread your wings and you'll take to the sky. But till that morning, there ain't nothing can harm you with daddy and mommy standing by. Friends, I'll see you next Tuesday.